But I want to talk to you about favors this week. Okay, all right, go on. And I don't mean in like the like medieval sense. I mean like when you ask somebody to do something for you. And I realize now. Oh, not, t- not in the not in the like giving a, a knight your uh, your lacy handkerchief as he goes to joust. No. And also, no. I realize how the tone I've taken here makes it sound like I've asked you to do something and you haven't, and I, I'm hitting you with the sort of as per my previous email type <laughs> type conversation. Well, I, I got a similar vibe to that. I was like, I want to talk to you about favors, Riley, as in the favor that I'm going to ask you to do for me right now. I don't know how many favors I could do for you. I mean, there's a, there's a world separating the two of us. I can't come and mow your lawns for you. I can't help you move house. Well, you, what, you, you did a great favor for me relatively recently, Riley. What was that? You recommended um, a male grooming product to me. I, I guess I mean I'll, sure I'll take credit for that. I think it really was Manscaped that recommended that recommended themselves to you, us, but I you, certainly forwarded the email to you. So yes, I, didn't, yes, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't hear anything because of how smooth that segue was. Smooth as <laughs> all things should be, Riley. Dennis, I've got I've got some. I, I I don't. We we made a deliberate decision with this podcast to not do updates, to not have ongoing like every episode just stand roughly for itself. Yeah, exactly. Plot arcs, but I do have some updates. Um, oh wow! That okay. are brought to you. Brought to you in a financial sense by Manscaped.com, but also brought to you in a very literal sense by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, coupon um, code HALT, that is H-A-L-T-T, 20% off, free delivery on your first order, support the podcast, yeah. please help us out. Go ahead, Riley. Incredible. Yeah, we've already had a bunch of orders that have come in, so go and add your name to the pile. Um, it, it's a great way to support the show, but it's also a great way to, to have Dennis and I put together some amusing, you know, a sideways look at podcast advertising, Dennis. Oh, you know, we do like to be a bit silly on the show sometimes, so look forward mm-hmm. to that. That's coming halfway up. Um, but we're talking about favors. Yes. Okay. I asked somebody for a favor recently that on a first glance was nonsensical. And I want you to think about while I tell you this story. And it is part right. of the Grand America Airport saga. We're, it's a flashback sequence this time. Oh, I forgot. I forgot uh, that we're halfway. No, I, just, yeah. just after I've said we're not doing like plot arcs, I forgot that we're halfway through the Dennis Goes to America arc. Yeah. Yeah. By the time by the time we finish it, I'll be back there. Um, I don't have any current plans to return. I, I have no holidays booked by that. I'm not like I haven't condemned the country. That was what I meant by that. I have no plans to return. I will not be returned to the United yeah, States yeah. of America. Yeah. So I want right, you to on. think about a favor you've asked or a favor you've been asked or you've asked someone before that has struck you as odd. I was on the plane mm-hmm. and it was a little bit delayed. This was not the grand delay I spoke before. It was a little bit delayed. Leaving, uh, I think I've told you about this person already. Um, and now I'm terrified of already telling the podcast. But we'll find out in a moment, I suppose. I have a backup plan. Uh, we were ready to take off and I connected to the Wi-Fi on the airplane. As you want to do. Yeah. And there was a several yeah, yeah. tiers of, um, you know. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah, oh, you told me about this, Dennis. Oh, so, I don't think you told the podcast. I don't think so either. You're about to, you are about to hear, revered listener, Dennis is one of the smartest people I know, right? And you're about to hear why his schemes and plans and cunning tricks are just on, on a whole other level. Just a whole, this bloke is on a different level. It was, it's some lateral thing. It's incredible. So, it's just incredible. So we had Seatback Entertainment. It was a United flight. And I had the the wife, the character, the Wi-Fi. And you can pay like 14 bucks or whatever to get the full Wi-Fi. Or the free Wi-Fi uh, just lets you do messaging. Uh, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can send Facebook messages, WhatsApp messages, things like that. So I connected to that. I was there, you know, I was texting some friends. And then I realized that Barry Season 3 is on uh, HBO Max, which means it's on the Seatback Entertainment on the United flight. It was not available in Ireland because Now TV, which was what I used to watch HBO shows here, doesn't have some of those deals, whatever, yada, yada. But anyway, I, I love Barry season one and two. Had not watched season three of Barry. If you haven't watched Barry, I would recommend it. Start episode one of Barry, and I'm like, oh, I do not, I do not really remember 
It'd have been detail. a while between Barry drinks for you, Dennis. Yeah, I do not remember how season two ended. And then I'm like, I'm on a plane. I can't look up how season two ended. And it was the one time, Riley, watching a TV show where I was like, God, I would have loved a previously on. Because 90% yes. of the time I'm like, oh my God, I don't need this. Yeah, skip recap, skip recap, skip intro, get to yeah. the good stuff. No, Let's go. I, was, on, yeah. I was like, give recap, please. And I was like, okay. Yes, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm on a plane. I can't look up. I'm not paying $14 to find out what happened in episode I, Like, I'm so perplexed every time you get in a plane or, or a hotel and it's like, oh, you want access to internet? No worries. We've got our high speed, fast broadband that's going to. Announce. I know what the internet does. Yes. How much is it? $25 an hour. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't want it that much. Like, I, I don't know. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm good. I'll, I'll just sit here, I guess. Why is it so? What, what is this premium internet? Is this hand plucked, oven roasted internet? Yeah. Artisanal internet that is like brought to you on a silver tray? What's going on with these I internet? Think, I think they're just scalping. It's a supply and demand thing. They got you by the balls, by the freshly groomed balls when you're on a plane. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I was going to say they can't get you by the short and curlies because you've already taken no. care of that with Manscaped products. Right, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what you're supposed to do. So, step one, I was like, okay. Step one, I, I go onto Facebook, Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. I open a chat with myself. And I type www.wikipedia.org and I click on the link, thinking that there's a chance that the in-messenger web browser would work. Well, that's it. Because like if, if someone sends you a link and you click on it, it opens it inside, in, not in Chrome or, or Safari or whatever. It opens it in Messenger. Yes. They thought of that. Oh, I've thought of everything, Dennis. There's, you, there's, well, and I, I'd imagine that's it. You probably put your phone away and you were like, well, there's no way for me to solve this problem. I'll just, I'll just watch this show in complete bafflement. I imagine that's what happened next, Dennis. No, 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 Riley. I oh, started. Don't tell, don't tell me you found a, a different solution. Oh, I don't believe I it. I sent three separate people one fateful message. And they were my friend Oshie, my friend Lauren, and my friend Steve. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that they'd all, I knew that Oshie and Lauren had watched Barry and I knew Steve hadn't and didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I messaged them, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, can you do me a super weird favor? Lauren was the first to reply. And my response right after that was, I'm trying to watch season three of Barry on the plane, but I don't remember what happened in season two. Could you please copy and paste the episode summaries for season two and send them to me here? I have messaging internet, <laughs> but not web browsing internet. And she said, ha, 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 ha. And there was a pause. And I was like, so could you? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then there's just a sea of episode yeah. summaries. It's a wall of text appeared, yeah. It yeah. was and it was perfect. Like I got caught up. I finished the season on the flight. I had a great time. Yeah, amazing and 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 great as well. I mean, I think it would have been even more interesting had you not explained it, because then Lauren's sitting there scratching her head, being like, "Yeah, I'm in an alleyway. Someone's got a gun to my head. They're like, you better tell me what happened." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah, gotta got know what happened. You can text. Well, this, is, this is your yeah. one phone a friend on who wants yeah, yeah. to be, who wants to be. You're you're on, you're not in the game show. Who wants to be a millionaire? And who who's you're on the game show? Who doesn't want to get stabbed and mugged? Exactly. And yeah. you've got one phone call. Exactly. Dude, I had a teacher um, when I was in secondary school, and we learned uh, effort uh, a subject called technical graphics, which in a lot of places is called like design and communication. It's it's like architectural drawing, right? Yeah, vis- um, like visual communication. Yeah, oh, it's literally no. It's like it's like it's like super like super crunchy, super detailed, geometrically accurate. It's it's, it's to be an architect. Oh, okay. And wow. So it. really, yeah. Wow. Very. Specific. And I did it when right. I was twelve, thirteen. I did it when I was thirteen, fourteen, fifteen for the junior year. Jeez, start too early there. Okay. And um, we were, it's one of those things where you're like, it's one of those subjects where like, if I become an architect, this will be useful, and if yes. I don't, I will literally never use this information ever again in my entire life. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And we would be like, we would be like, Mister Kirby, why are we doing this? And he'd be like. You don't know when a man is going to come up to you in the street and hold a gun to mm. your head and hand you a T-square and a piece of architecting paper and go, I need you to draw me a perfect eclipse. 
or a perfect, yeah. a perfect, a perfect ellipse without without yes. you without you using or, only or an eclipse. You could do that as well. That matter. You know, yeah. or like or like I need an isometric drawing of a three story house, like all this kind yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah. So I, I, that was a, a very very complex and very very weird favor that I asked of a couple of friends. Lauren was the first one to hit me back up. Uh, shout out to you, Lauren. Um, I want to know. I suppose originally I wanted to know if you've ever been asked or, or asked anybody to do something really really seemingly strange, but also if you've any stories of like wild lateral ingenuity i'll also accept that i think okay what i'm going to give you instead is a story about how because i'm buying time for myself desperately here because this is one of those things like i know that i've got answers but i can't think of them and i wish i'd been like one of the flaws should, we, dis- should is, we discuss these things ahead of time i'm wondering like one one of the good things about not talking about this like what we're going to talk about on the show beforehand and we don't do prep is that we do get very raw responses it is, real. From each it other. is a very real podcast that's true Right, like I don't know, we don't know what the other person's going to talk about, but it does mean that I don't get the chance to prepare like my good story here. But the thing you were saying about your architecture class uh, reminded me of something that happened to me last week. So I dropped maths. I'm, I've always been very bad at maths. And I dropped maths the second I could, right, in year 10. Mm-hmm. But had to get through, I would say, one and a half semesters of maths I just didn't care about, right? Like we, I remember we, we were learning like quadratic functions and formulas and algebra and all that sort of stuff. And we got to... Um, what's it called? Trigonometry? What is it? Sin, cos, and tan? Sin, cos, and tan, yeah. That's relatively basic And I sort of figured out that I was more I was more than halfway through the year, so I was going to be able to get 50% on the exam. Oh, you're coasting. Without learning this, right? And me and my maths teacher, Dr. G, we came to a an, un, an uneasy truce where I would sit at the back and listen to my discman, Dennis, um, and not really pay attention to maths just, just to make both of our lives easier. But then also we, did, we started calculus, right? And I was like, well, I'm never going to need these things. When you're a kid doing a school, calculus is wizard maths. Well, I don't even, I, like, and this is, and this is what happened to me this week because of my other much better podcast, um, halfhousehistory.net. Kind of wasn't that. Patreon.com slash halfhousehistory. Um, not sponsored by Manscaped, actually, interestingly. So maybe the, cur- less, not, the not less commercially successful. Um, anyway, I did an episode on Isaac Newton, right, last week. Inventor of, and, of differential calculus, I believe. One of, yes, along with Leibniz, right? And in it, I was like, well, I'll, I'll get a, just a rough handle on calculus so I can like, say, <laughs> oh, calculus, it does this, it does that. This is why it's important, right? I couldn't understand the first thing about it. Calculus I don't is under- for graphing like, curves, isn't it? It's something about the study of movement and change, but with numbers or something. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any idea, right? Like, I, look, as I said in that show, normal maths is hard enough. I don't know why we need all sorts of new types of spicy new maths that Newton's come up with because, you know, an apple fell on his head or something. Like, what's going on, mate? We don't need this. Well, do you remember imaginary numbers? Oh, yeah. The bloody square root of minus two or something or square root yeah. of minus one. What's going on? We've got, <laughs> enough, we've got enough numbers as it is. Don't need to start imagining them. That's true. I remember hearing um, that when Newton went, went and, like, derived all these original things for... Um, the apple didn't fall on his head, by the way. He just saw an apple fall out of a tree one time. He was like, why did it fall down? Anyway, go on. Um, that he was like trying to do relatively advanced mathematics and hit like the limit of current knowledge. I was like, ugh. Yes, true. And then he was like, yep. I got to go invent new math to be able to yeah, keep no, going. No, that's what happened when he was a, when he was a young man. And this is again, I cover this in that show. But like, um, one of the reasons this happened is because of Dennis, and this might hit a little bit clo- too close to home for us today in 2022. A pandemic, the Black mm. Death was oh, ripping boy. through southern England. And so Cambridge University closed. He went home, started doing his own research, hit a brick wall, and had to be like, "I've got to invent my own. Like, I've got to invent a new type of maths. I can't solve this problem without it." Oh, 
Right, did I talk to And then never friend? told anyone about it for 20 years and then got into an argument about who invented it first because he didn't come out and say I invented it back when I was 23 or whatever. He was nuts though. He gave himself mercury poison. He used to put st- sticks in the behind his eyeballs to see prisms. Yeah, he, he was, was, a, he, he was anyway, a real... Halfhousehistory.net if you want to hear all about that. The last episode on Isaac Newton. I want to... Yeah. Sidebar. I want to talk a little bit about like prophetic things. Did I, did I talk to you about, about um, uh, Fahrenheit 451 last week? Which one? Fahrenheit 451. The book. Yeah, okay, I've read that, yeah. Um, um, Huxley, right? Aldous Huxley? No, um, no. Uh, Ray Bradbury. Bradbury, that's right. He wrote the um, the, the Martian, Martian, the Tales of Mar- Martian Tales or something as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. A lot of short stories. Yeah, um, that book is horrifyingly prophetic. Oh yeah, terrifying. And it's yeah, not yeah. like, and it's because I, I hadn't read it until recently. Uh, it was my pick for book club. Banger of a pick. Um, yeah. so, something we do in book club, which is I like, is every every um. Every book we rate, everyone gives a rating, but the rating's always different. So when we did Treasure Island, for example, which was Jeff's pick, we rated things out of pieces of eight. So, you know, six. Ah, six, yeah, so six, six, so six, every, six out of eight. Yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah. we rated um, Fahrenheit 441 out of 451, which gave a great deal of granularity, honestly. <laughs> Hang on, out of 451? Yeah. Isn't it Fahrenheit? Four? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, sure. I got confused by the number there for a second, but yeah, all right, go. Yep. Um, so it gives a great deal of granularity. But um, the book, I thought the book was going to be a lot more like 1984. They came out relatively close to each other, and they share a lot of the similar, similar themes. Mm-hmm. But it's not really about censorship. It's about attention spans. And books stop being popular and start being, you know, scary because people stop caring about them. And it's because yeah. of a couple of things, one of which is people have these little wireless earphones in their head all the time that they listen to blathering white noise and pot and people talking in them. Which you know yeah. you you listener are doing right now? No, but hey, this is different. This is this is enriching your mind. This is highbrow. Uh-huh. You know, we're, we're this is this is part of the big marketplace of ideas, Dennis. We're just here, you know, talking about really important things. Currently, like we're talking about a piece of very important fiction. So this is probably about as highbrow as the podcast gets, to be honest. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but there's AirPods in it, and then he talks that the, there's whole these sections about how people used to watch movies, and they would watch summaries of movies, and they would watch summaries of that, and the, you know Shakespeare gets distilled down into cliff notes and cliff notes into summaries until everything summarizes in, in like three or four sentences, and that was how people preferred to consume things. And I was like, oh cool, this movie, this book is just about the horrors of TikTok, yeah, and and yeah. Twitter, and I was like, oh, and it was written seventy years ago, mm-hmm. and it's terrifying. Would highly recommend it. Um, you yeah, just remind me of it because you said um, it was I've, it hit too close. I've, I've read it for years and years, actually, years and years and years. I would reread it. It's very short. Do you know? Do you know? I reread recent, recently hmm. a, a book of Irish folk tales called "The King of Ireland's Son." Um, so the Prince of Ireland? Uh, yeah, no, it's called this. It's called "The King of Ireland's Son." It's about um, it's about this guy who goes off on all these different adventures, and it's it's like this amalgamation of all these different Irish folk tales that have been just put into one long story, right? Did you get the um, salmon one? Uh, no, well, this is, I haven't, I, I was so enamored by this because I remember reading these books as a kid that I went and ordered online the book, The High Deeds of Finn McCool, because mm. I really want to mm. read The High Deeds of Finn McCool. Finn has a brief cameo in, in the, the, um, The King of Ireland's Son, but he, he's not a main, um, he's not a main character. The Puka appears. Do you know the Puka, Dennis? You've read Breaking Bad and now you want to go watch Better Call, Better Call Finn McCool, I understand. A Puka is a ghost, I assume. Yeah, who um, rides around on a horse and everything he touches turns to ash or winter or something like that. Not a nice guy, the Puka. Lots Puka of, is just the word mythology for ghost is, in Irish. 
Celtic mythology is wild, dude. Oh, it's wild. It's just, I remember, it's. I remember when um, there's a famous story about Gushing goes to the land of the young with, with I think it's with Neve or whatever. He comes back yeah. and he wants to help some guys up to Boulder and like he's on his horse so he never ages because he's from the land of the young. And then he touches the ground and he ages 15,000 years in five seconds and turns to like a yeah. horrifying dust skeleton. And I'm like, that's some graphic imagery. Why is this yeah. in the story? One of the wild things about Celtic mythology more than any other area of mythology is the stories don't resolve themselves. Like there's the the ends of this like because most a lot of stories are like and then this happened and then the whole problem was it went away right because the the hero solved the thing right but there's one story about when the king of cats jumped over from the island of uh, the Isle of Man right jumped over on on a series of ships jumped from one mast to another all the way to the island of Ireland right arrived tried to start an insurrection against the king of the eagles in Ireland right and then the two of them got into a fight were turned into stone by a wizard who was annoyed by the fight, and that's the end of the story. So is there still a civil war? Not civil, I guess, just a war brewing between these two species? Well, you tell me. What, how, how, what, how does your cat Yuri feel whenever an eagle flies over Let me tell you, you Yuri's going to get a medal of honor. He's killed a lot of birds. Yuri's going to get a medal of honor for his oh, service in the cat well, bird the, war. <laughs> the, conflict, the conflict continues. The, the emperor eagle and the, uh, and, and the king of the cats are still, still locked in battle uh, thousands of years later. Anyway. Um, I've bought enough time here that now, oh, Dennis, I wish I could tell you about all the funny favors and things that I've been asked, but oh, we just, I think we got to, we got to, I can't think of any, man. I'm sure there's something. There must be something. Have I ever, have I ever asked you, I mean, you, I asked you to write, to write a speech for my wedding. That's a, that's a pretty standard favor, but it's a hefty one. Yeah. How did you feel I went? I, I think it went really well. We put it in an episode of the podcast, the whole speech. Yeah. The old, old podcast, the hidden podcast, the secret yeah. podcast that came before. The, I mean, the, it's a the, scroll the prequel away, podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's in there. Um, bit long. It was like eight minutes or something. Yeah, a bit long, I think. Because some editing, you did do my my favorite gag. That we, yeah, uh, I got from Andy, where you you go, you come out there with your, and, you know, you take your little piece of paper out from your jacket pocket, and you go, you know what? I prepared something, but I think in moments like this, in affairs of the heart, like a wedding, I think it is most important to speak from the heart, and you tear the paper up ceremoniously, yeah. and and, and, and tap and tap your and tap my heart. That was important. Like tap my left breast. Yeah. Yes. And then you pause for a moment and reach into your breast pocket and take out a second speech. <laughs> yes, that was above, that was in the left hand pocket rather than the right Very one. I think that was a that was a rock solid gag. That was a rock strong, solid gag. Strong piece of gear, right? I think you yeah. might have bought enough time. I think so. Yeah, I, well, I think. I know, think. I think. In, in however many episodes it takes for us to forget it that we talked about favors and stuff, I'll come to you. Someone talked about favors. Here's a weird thing that I once asked someone to do. I'm you sure there's something. Bitch. I'm sure there's something. But I think I, you've bought enough I, time because I think, I think I hear. I think I hear the, the manscaped representative banging on the door. Knocking on the door, being like, boys, that's enough. Wrap that's it up. Enough. Start Wrap talking it about the fantastic manscaped products that you can buy for 20% off using coupon code H-A-L-T-T. Yeah, H-A-L-T-T. With free shipping. Dennis, I have to say, now listen. Manscaped gave us a pretty clear brief, right? They said, here are some talking points. Here's some examples. Here's some stuff. Yeah, some stuff you can say about our products, that sort of stuff. But they also said... We want you to be honest yep. about the products that we're going to send them to. It's really important you don't do the ad. They said don't start doing the ads until you receive and use the product. Yep. Right? They actually, they, yeah, that's true. Our, our sponsorship started N plus one weeks where N was the date we received the product. Exactly right. Now, you'll remember from last week that I mentioned I hadn't used the weed whacker yet. I hadn't whacked that whippersnipper right up my schnoz. Yep. And very after hairy, the... Very disgusting nostrils, Well, yeah. after the devastating <laughs> revelation... Last week, that apparently I am someone who has a hairy nose, right? Well, hairy that, nostrils. Am I? Am I about to hear that that is now should should be a past tense sentence? 
Well, all I want to say, Dennis, and I don't think Manscaped are going to be very happy to hear this, is that these Manscaped problems, these Manscaped products have brought a whole new slew of problems into my life. These, oh. are, these, these are products that are supposed to solve issues for, you know, the removal of unwanted body hair, personal grooming, you know, making yourself look and feel good, right? Yeah. But Dennis, I have been going around knocking things over like the big bad wolf and the three pigs because the amount, the volume of air <laughs> that is expelled from my hair-free nostrils now, unbelievable, like a typhoon. Is, like, it actually a school, is it actually a real difference? I'm going to school, working with these little kids, knocking them over every time I breathe out, right? Because <laughs> there's that much air coming out, right? <laughs> Hurricane force, gale force winds coming out of my hair-free nostrils, right? Yeah, and knocking these poor eight-year-olds to the ground. Oh, I sneeze, I'm blowing holes in walls, right? Channel 9 News down there being like, there seems to have been some, some sort of freakish meteorological event. Winds of this magnitude have never been seen before, right? Have you, because have my you nostrils done, are have that you done, Have you done the ears? Have you got supersonic hearing yet? What was that, sorry? Very good. Very, you almost got me. I was about to repeat myself. <laughs> Haven't done the ears yet, but... Yeah, the whippersnipper, I jammed, I jammed that right up the schnoz and holy moly, holy so, moly, it's a, it's a jungle. It was a jungle up there. So, Ronnie, last week we talked about um, Manscaped products that you can purchase for, for 20% off with a coupon code HALT at manscaped.com mm. um, mm-hmm. and how waterproof they are. And I was like, oh, basically they're designed, you know, so you could use it in the shower but not in a pool, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was wrong. No, we're not. Dennis, it specifically says in the show notes, these are not 100% waterproof because no, 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 I, don't I, think know, they want, I, I don't think they want people to go deep sea diving with them. I know, I know, I know. But, but on their website, in the further information, they tell you the exact limits to a T of how waterproof right. these things are. Okay, as long as we're using official sources here, that's fine. I'm on eu.landscape.com. Okay, that's fine. It's very right, official. Right. Our trimmers meet the International Electrotechnical Commission Standard 60529 rating of IP7, IPX7. So what right. that means, Riley, mm. they can stand one meter deep in fresh water for up to 30 minutes well and, no one's taking 30 but, minutes to shave their nuts but I love, that's fine i know that this is on a table and you know obviously like you get ipx8 if it can stand 45 minutes or whatever, right yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. like to think that it if you keep it there for th- at 29.59 yeah. perfectly functioning lawnmower 4.0 trimmer from manscaped.com no problem mm. and then at 30.01 it just bursts and flies apart and becomes entirely yeah. useless yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but we don't encourage you to test that. That's not something that we're advocating that you test. That's been, you know, that's the job of the international waterproof agency or whoever yeah, yeah. figured this one out. No, but recommend um, do recommend using it in the shower. Um, and and also, well, actually, I'm going to countermand that order because there was something that I figured out only very recently. It was I found so when when you get this, you buy this performance package. It's incredible. It comes with all sorts of stuff. It's got the weed whacker. It's got the the um. Uh, the the lawnmower it's got some some creams it's got some some lotions and potions in there as well beautiful leather bag but it also comes with a bunch of newspaper yeah, and the, the newspaper is sort of the, like the performance package 4.0 yeah yeah it's got this kind of like gag you know like a joke headline sort of like you know news articles it's not a real newspaper it's just this manscape branded newspaper and you open it up and then it's just another copy of the same newspaper it's like oh, this mm-hmm. is a very weird bit of marketing materials but okay i guess i'll just put it over here and i'm i don't need that then I realized, Dennis, that that is actually part of the package for a very deliberate reason. Because if you don't do it in the shower, right? If you, you are using I these products just on the bathroom floor, uh-huh. well, look, it doesn't matter how I figured it out, Dennis. Okay. I just, I just, the idea came to my mind. No matter how it happens, you put the newspaper down so the hair 
falls onto that, not onto the floor, what you then have to then sweep up. Yeah, they've thought of everything. They are in they've the part of the description. They are referred to as magic mat disposable shaving mats. Well, I didn't read the product description. I just saw, oh, here's a bit of newspaper water they've put in for a, for a laugh. Don't need this. Turns out very useful. Very useful. They've thought of everything, Dennis. They've thought of everything. They absolutely have. And you too can have some free reading material to dust yep. with your, your nasties on. But, I would um, just be very, very careful about your exhalation power from your nostrils once you remove that hair because, you know, it, it's going to unlock. I would, be the, I would be the Marvel Universe's weirdest superhero. Oh, that's Noseblow. Noseman. He's, you, Nose you better be blow. careful, but don't, don't stand downwind from him when he's, when he's, you know, sneezing. I mean, dude, you're not that far off Black Bolt. All he has is a voice that resonates and blows people apart. Anyway, manscaped.com, coupon code H-A-L-T-T, 20% off your first order. Can we just focus as well? 20 that's huge. That actually this is. This isn't like genuinely. some 5%, like 20% is a big discount. There's a lot of money off. Like if you order, you're going to be surprised by like just how much money comes off that order and free shipping. Great for people who obviously, you know, live in the far-flung corners of the galaxy like me in Australia. Shipping is always a pain in the ass with these sorts of things, but free shipping. Get across it, manscaped.com. These these products will, they will, they will change your entire deal when it comes to personal grooming. Can't recommend them enough. They'll blow your nose hairs out. Dennis. Yes. Something. Oh, do you want to talk to me about favors? Is that what's what you're doing with? I want to talk to you about favors, Dennis. Mm. Have you ever had a... No. Um, I want to talk to you about something that has come back into my life as part of my return to a more traditional workplace, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the last couple of months, I've gone back to teaching. It's been great for the most part. Love working with kids. Have a great time. However, it has exposed me to an element of... It's not teaching. This is not teaching specific, but it is just... It's, a, it's part of workplace culture, Right. Oh, I think that in the five years between, you know, the five years of, of self-employment where I was just working at home. Can I guess what you're I going d- to complain about? Because did, I think I know what it is. Yeah, I, I think I you do I, as well. I, I did not shot. miss this at all. I have yeah. a decent shot yeah. about knowing what it is. And right. this is also evidence that the podcast is not <laughs> like pre-rehearsed. I think you, Riley Knight, are going to complain about coffee. You know what? You're not far off. It actually isn't coffee, but it's it's in it's definitely that's cut from the same cloth, right? Okay. It is cut from the same cloth. What I was going to talk about was the abysmal like like just the the insufferably awful attempts at conversation that that colleagues that you don't know Ooh, very well make with you. The smallest small talk. The smallest of small talk and specifically Tiny talk. Day of the week chat. Wednesday, huh? Hump day. day. Yep. You know. Oh, almost oh, Friday. Riley. Well, it's almost Friday. I mean, almost for you, Friday. God, well, already, already Friday for you. Already, already, is, already is Friday for me. I can't stand this. You turned, are you turned up to work on Monday? Ugh, Mondays, huh? It's like, I just, I can't, like, it's just, I can't, I can't deal with it. And there, there, there's a couple of levels to it, right? I'm coming in as a temporary, as a, as a casual employee, right? So well, I can't me- come in and just be like, just stop. Don't, please just <laughs> shush. Don't, I don't want to hear this, right? But even if I did work there full time, like the last full time job I had, you can't be the one at the printer when they're like, oh, Monday, you're like, shut up, stop. Just please, I'll talk to you about anything else. <laughs> well, anything problem- else. 
The problem I think with also with being a temp and and, and, and kind of like a a, a blow in, right? Has yeah. to be that you don't have time a lot of the time to develop a relationship, develop a rapport for no. people to know your interests or for you to know their interests or even their names a lot of the time. Well, Which it's starting that- up a little bit because I've, I've got a couple of schools that I go to more than others. So like now I've got some, you know, some some workmates, some but people still, who compared like, to the average average employee there. Oh yeah, it's, your, it's, a, a disproportionate yeah. amount of your conversations must be. God, did yeah. you see the weather this morning? Yeah, yeah, and that's and that and, and coffee is another big part of it. You know, it's like you're talking. Oh, I'm not my coffee does. Oh my goodness, it's just, it's just. This isn't conversation. I'd rather silence. It's just, and I know I'm sounding like a real curmudgeon here. I know I'm sounding like a like just an, an insufferable, whinging asshole. But there is something that is so like it, I just can't deal with it when people come to me and they're just like, oh, Friday tomorrow. It's like yeah, another work day. What's like, it's not any different to a Monday. It's just another day where you go to work and you do the job that you've got and then you go home. Like, it's not, how is it different? What do you, like, but, what are you talking about? I mean, well, what, to be fair, I mean, what, like, how important is the weekend to you? How important some, is this weekend people, that you some, measure some people, your entire week about how the proximity that you are away from the next weekend? Some people live for the weekend, dude. But that's not how to live a life. I, I think I would agree with that. But do you not get, I mean, we were we, we we were both um on pretty loose schedules for a long time, and you you've been self employed essentially, and I mean the stuff you're doing as a teaching as is loosely similar to like contract work, so you don't you don't have set hours every day. You know every every week is broadly speaking a little different to you, right? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Uh, and you would often work on Saturdays, but you often maybe you wouldn't work on a Wednesday, for example, um, which yeah. means that that sort of five two five two five two structure did fade away for you for many many years oh, it doesn't exist for me at all no we don't, I don't like how- and megan's the same because megan works weekends right so our weekend will be tuesday wednesday some weeks and sometimes it'll be monday and then thursday we'll have off together like so but we the don't vast have that majority yet. of people are nine five nine five five two five two done fine but don't don't bore the- you with it <laughs> No, it's not even that. Like, okay, so if we want to, like, if you want to really delve down into, like, the actual nuts and bolts of it, like, I, I, I think that it's a very unfortunate, and I, look, I'm, I'm coming from a place with, with privilege where I can set a lot of my own hours and that sort of stuff because I'm self-employed, but, like, that mentality of being, like, the only thing that is worth, the only thing about my life that I get excited about are the two days off that I have a week, right? Like, that, that depresses me. Like, that makes me feel very sad and, like, makes me think that people should be looking for ways to enrich their lives further enjoy their time at work, enjoy their, their afternoons and evenings after work is finished, which I know, I know, again, it's coming from a place of enormous privilege for me because, you know, I have a non-traditional work schedule. But then again, like I, find, like, I work a lot. I work long hours and I still find ways to make sure that I'm not just like, as you say, living for the weekend. It's, it is a possible, I think it's just a thing that people need to open their eyes to and give themselves a bit of permission to like enjoy their lives a bit more. I think working from home has changed. Even, even the little things like going for a walk or like midday showers and things like that have changed people's approach to that a lot. And that's why you see so much pushback with um, companies pressure people yeah. to get back to the office, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, that's true. I mean, I go for a walk on the beach. Like, I, I'll sit here and I'm writing a podcast, writing half-ass history, and I'll get sick of it. I'm, like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach, and I'll just go to the beach for an hour and then come back and keep working in it, and it's a good way to do it. And I, you know, I recognize you working in office, you can't do that, right? But even all that aside, even all that serious stuff aside, forget that. Just talk about something else, man. Anything mm-hmm. else. Well, this just is think why, of a different topic of a conversation. This is why sports are so popular. And that's fine. To, you know what I mean? See the guys, it's a ludicrous display on the weekend. Ludicrous display last night, exactly, exactly. Like whatever it was, that's great. Like that's 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 better, right? I once had this conversation. I say conversation. I'm being very diplomatic, being very generous with the word conversation. I was at the printer working at my old school. Oh, you just, one you know, of the teachers involuntary came, lectures you attended. It's going to. I think it's supposed to happen. One of the one of the teachers came up to me at the printer and, uh, hey, how you going? Yeah. How's your weekend? Oh, quiet. And this is how's your weekend? It's always quiet because if you if you had an interesting weekend, you don't want to talk about it. Like it's like I don't, I don't want to sit here and talk to you about my weekend for ten minutes. Oh, it's quiet. Yeah, didn't do much. Right? 
Anyway, so that she's like, yeah. Uh, it's like it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and we're already doing Friday chat. I can't have. I thought I had another couple of days at least before Friday chat started. But she started that's, that's Friday cri- chat Christmas on sales, Tuesday. Christmas sale starting in September vibes. You think? It's just. It was too much for me, man. It was too much for me. Does this happen at your workplace? Is there a lot of you know hump day chat around the wall back when I, back when i was a radiologist it was constant because oh, yeah. when i was a radiation therapist you would sit you know you'd set the patient up and you'd go back out to you know the the the, the control room on the side of you know 15 feet of lead between you or whatever and you sit and you'd have to what are you doing this weekend and you remember what you're what the other person's doing this coming weekend because they're going they're driving up to Go away to visit their cousin and then on monday you can ask them how the trip to Galway was and maybe they complete mm-hmm. but you have to, you have to to get through the day dude but that's fine. That's a conversation. How was Galway? What did you do? Was it fun? Right? I don't what I'm think we have conversation. These conversational standbys of just like assigning properties to different days of the week, right? Yeah. I mean, do you, but like, for example, I felt very weird this week, right? Because and mm. I, 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 I realize now this might sound asinine to you because Monday really felt like a Friday to me. Oh my goodness! I can't, I can't do that. I, I can't believe I've been tricked into having one of these conversations on the podcast that I do. But you ever get that though? Like this Monday, I was just all out of sorts because it felt like a Friday. I went to bed and I was like, mm, "Weekend tomorrow," and it wasn't. It was Tuesday. No, I don't have that. I don't. I don't. I'm. I haven't shackled myself to the days of the week having different these these magical properties that apparently like a, like an RPG. It's not about magical properties, oh. dude. If you have a nine to five job, you have to wake up at seven thirty every day except for Saturday and Sunday. It's different when you go to bed on a Friday night. Because you know you can have a sleep in the morning. Yeah, for example, okay, I'm also fam- I'm also familiar with that feeling. I like last night I went to bed. And I'm like I have to get up at you know eight o'clock because I'm recording with Dennis. And then tomorrow I don't have to do that. I understand that. But like, I, I I'm I'm realizing now like just listening to myself. I'm, this is one of one of those episodes I'm never going to listen to again because I can I'm hearing myself now. And being like, geez, I sound insufferable. It's not that you sound not, like privilege or insufferable. It's just that you you are in the extreme minority. And the thing I think, the thing. I so think you're, you're telling me that the the majority of people go to work being like, can't wait to have a chat about the, the fact that today's no, Wednesday. No, oh, no, look at that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. What I was about to say actually was, I think you understand. People don't like. Nobody likes having those conversations. Then why can't we all just make a decision together to talk about something that's more interesting? Because they can't think of something to talk about because they don't know you because they don't have anything to update you on. They maybe they don't feel comfortable. Maybe but they, maybe they feel more comfortable talking about something pointless. Like nobody's like, God, I had a great chat with Riley today about how today was Tuesday and tomorrow is going to be Wednesday, and that's the halfway point in the week. <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I feel like is happening to me. So I feel like it's happening in all these workplaces. It's like, oh, I just had a great chat about the days of the week. Oh, aren't they wonderful, you know? No, they're just trying to be friendly. They're just trying to spark something. And, and that's what I'm saying. And, and that's, and that's I, why I, 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 I can't, that's why you can't put, and I never do, right? Like, I'm not going to be that, I mean, I'll be an asshole behind closed doors on this podcast. But like, I, sure. you know, when someone comes up to me and says, oh, hump day, I'm like, shut up. So just don't, don't do that to me. I can't, please just stop. Like, I you don't, I, yeah. blow it, blow out your nostrils out there when they're split in half. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't fusro da them with my with my nostrils. No, no. Like um, on Friday, one time I went to a school. I had to make a bunch of calls to confirm some stuff that was happening in the afternoon. Every single teacher that I called to, like, I called three different teachers to coordinate this thing that was happening in the afternoon. And each of them opened with, "Ah, oh, happy Friday." And I was like, "Oh, and then to you, mate. Let's go. It's Saturday tomorrow weekend." I was like, I don't, "And I played the game." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not being that much of a curmudgeon that I'm standing up and saying, "Oh, this is, this is stupid." I'm not talking about this. You know, it's kind of got that. Um, you know, oh, you participate in society, but still criticize yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it has that kind of vibe. But I don't want to be that guy. 
Although I read there's, there's something that I think you would find insufferable right because um, because of the, the yeah, years well, in which you chose to do you to, not chose to but the years in which, the, in which you took a career you haven't been in a job yet where you have a bunch of Zoom meetings you have a couple actually with the broadcasting stuff you do you would have had a couple yeah, no, I do I definitely I definitely have like online meetings for sure yeah but yeah. have you had and this is something people complain about a lot the Zoom meeting that's scheduled from 11 until noon and okay. it ends at noon 50, uh, at 11.57 and they'll go oh let's give you a couple of minutes back you know this, you know, it would be nice. It would be nice to give you a couple of minutes back in the day. I'm like, three minutes. Kalu Kale, the king has decreed that I have three yeah. minutes of free time on this yeah, fine exactly. summer's eve. That yeah. that tilts me beyond belief, dude. I don't that, know. That, that, and, and, and I think I think that falls under the same the same it category does feel similar, of yeah. of what like just just banal trite workplace communication, right? That 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 just ma- you can't push back against because then you're the one the- but everyone it's the emperor's new clothes everyone is sitting there being like this sucks right but no it's one it's just can a social contract it's just a try i mean the intent i think is to make the day it's just a little bit of social lubricant just to make yeah. just to just to have the day filled with fewer silences because heaven forbid riley i'd be alone with my thoughts for even a second i can't i'm not a not a guy i need a i need a podcast in i need something you could try that you get some airpods get some headphones walk around with those in yeah, that'll 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 go really well with the kids. <laughs> they come up to me like, "Hey, can we help?" Uh, shush! I'm listening. Sorry. I'm listening to the Always Sunny podcast. Go and sit down. Not our friend, our friend Marsh used to do that um, when he would get into an Uber and didn't want to be talkative. Yeah, he'd have his headphones, his, his AirPods in, and he would go. So I'm actually on a call. Never was. Yes. Yes, yeah, 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 I think that's that's a, that's a smart way to do. It. I mean, good Uber drivers though, they're very receptive to that oh, they, sort of yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't care. I understand that. They'll recognize straight away. Although I have to say, the most recent Uber that I got. Oh boy, I've had a couple of these before, right? Once in Scotland, this guy started testing the waters just with a bit of casual racism, just 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 a little, just a smattering <laughs> well, of casual racism, entry level, entry level racism, just just you know, just to test the water, see how I went with it, right? But his opening was very interesting because this bloke was Scottish, very thick Scottish accent, right? And you know, I'm, I'm making an assumption about him. I assume he was Scottish. I assume he was born and bred in Scotland. I don't think that's a far off assumption to make about this bloke, based on you know what you're about to say. He started talking about all these damn immigrants coming into Scotland and, you know, all the usual stuff, taking the jobs, blah, blah, blah. Just all, all the hits, had he, right? Had, from he, had he heard you say a word yet? Dennis, we were on the way to the airport where I had told him I was flying somewhere else. But you also had told him in your accent, thick Australian accent. That's what I was talking, waiting for, yeah. Talking about the fact that I am a mobile global citizen who enjoys visiting other countries and has moved to scotland to be with you know the woman i love and all that sort of stuff but that was fine with him because i'm a white dude you know Mm, and he started unironically complaining about immigrants coming and you know using the nhs and taking jobs in britain to an immigrant who was in britain using the nhs i wasn't i was working for an american company but still Broadly speaking, in his crosshairs, and he just this is something up. I run into a lot as a um, as a I guess you would call it local passing um, immigrant. Oh yeah, uh, you can pass a- for Irish 100 percent because I mean oh, you are Irish, but you also have your you know you you're the son of was, literal war refugees. I was born in Croatia, you know, born in Yugoslavia yeah. at the time. Um, and if I first of all, I was about to say until I open my mouth, much like you, but then they just assume I'm American. That's not better. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm in a very I've had this experience as well. So how did you respond to that? Uh, well, this so so here I made a a very cowardly 
tactical decision. It's okay for reckon- you not to be a hero in this situation. I think. I well, understand. I recognise that I just wanted to get to the airport, and I didn't want there to be any fuss, and I just wanted to get to get on my flight and not have an argument with this bloke about. It's also an asymmetrical how- relationship. You know, you're in the, you're the passenger in his car. And we're driving along the freeway at 100 yeah. kilometers an hour, and I just I like and look, I'll admit I I could have could have and should have stood up and said something and pushed back against what he was saying. I did not. In the most recent one that I did, though, this was in Sydney, right? When I was tra- traveling down to Sydney for an event, and I got into the Uber and drove to the airport, and the guy started to he tried on instead of some casual racism, he tried on some casual sexism instead. Mm. Right, just just you know, mixing it up a little bit for his uh, for his. Oh, it wasn't the same guy. <laughs> I don't know if they collude. You again? Like, oh, I'll, I'll, all right, I'm on homophobia this week. Uh, you can do. You know, I don't know what. The, I don't know if there's. It would be pretty wild if it was the same guy because he would be an immigrant in Australia. Had he done yeah, that. taking our jobs. Yeah, using Medicare. Anyway, no, he started complaining about how awful it was to have to drive women around. Right, because he was talking about how they what? never knew where they wanted to go. How you know they'd, he'd tell he'd, they'd tell him to turn and take shortcuts and do this and do that. And they never know what they're talking about, all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't sit there silently this time, even though I was on the way to the airport. I had a bit of time mm. on my sleeve. I was like, no, I'm happy to I'm happy to just give the I'm happy to let this guy know what I think. So I told him that what I thought I thought that what he was saying was really shitty, and I think that maybe he should have a bit more of a bit more respect for the passengers that he has in his car. And he did not like that one bit. Did he, he did not did, like being told off by the guy come, who had sat in his car. Did he come back at you, Anna, or did he just shut down? No, he shut straight down. Yeah. Shut straight down. But not in the sort of like, not in a chastened way, not in the way that it was like, oh, yeah, no, I will think about my a- actions. Was it in, it was in a, oh, oh, this dude doesn't get it kind of way? Yeah, it was in this churlish mm-hmm. kind of like, well, this guy's a prick type way. And well, I'm, I was well, happy to well, wear that, man. I was, I was happy to wear that, you know. And then I got out of the taxi. I got out of the a- a- airport at the Uber. I got out of the Uber at the airport. Everyone's clapping. Albert Einstein came up, gave me $100. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, local hero, solves sexism forever. You know, it was great, yeah. I've done that a couple times um, when, like, old friends of mine who I don't necessarily talk to as much because mm-hmm. they're organizing an event or something and they'll they'll – They'll 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 test the water. They'll make like some sexist jokes or some homophobic yep. jokes or some racist jokes, mm-hmm. and you'll give them pushback a little bit on. It. And then sometimes you have to snap. And this happened a couple of times during the pandemic um, because the sort of um, the sort of us and them mentality that rose up around restrictions and lockdowns and vaccines and stuff invites sure, sure, that sure. sort of discourse quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, hey, look, I think you're being an idiot. I think you're being selfish, and. It's very difficult. It's it's difficult. I think we talked about this podcast before as well. Sometimes it's very difficult to do that with people you are close to, and sometimes it's very mm. difficult to do that with strangers as well. So I don't blame you for not, you know, deciding for making the call on one of those times to not try and be a hero and up and, and you know uproot your day to to, to 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 defend social to defend justice. Well, I wonder if it's scenario. a time thing as well because the the thing in Scotland obviously happened years ago, whereas this thing in Sydney happened like well, weeks you, ago. You've also grown and matured as an individual, yeah. Well, I don't know. That's one way to put it. I've just become less tolerant of bullshit from people Into- from like bigots yeah exactly um so i'll tend to i don't know i say i'm a bit uncomfortable now because i feel like i'm being self-aggrandizing and making myself out to be this hero or whatever else i don't think i like i just think it's the right thing to do to to call the, especially with older white guys because they're the people who are just so laden down with privilege not recognizing the impact and the power of the things that they do and the things that they say they're the sorts of people who unironically say oh, i can't say anything these days so well there's a reason for that mate and like calling <laughs> them out is important as another white guy i think anyway this we we went we got a bit, off the rails here. we got <laughs> off the rails here um we've gone off the rails here they can't so, they can't be winners dennis to they summarize to summarize I don't really like chit chat either. I think it's kind of, I guess, kind of annoying. Yeah. 
True. Yeah. What I should be doing is <laughs> is going into workplaces. Now, would you prefer now if someone came in sniffing out and, bigotry and telling people off for it? Yeah, exactly. So much if better. someone came, so are you telling me you would rather someone had a conversation like that with you at the water cooler instead of oh Thursdays are Thursdays, huh? So would I rather someone came up and said something inflammatory, like, something like oh hump day, or came up and just made a vaguely bigoted remark? I mean, I don't like either of them, but at least I'm going to feel like... At least like more I, interesting, right? At yeah. least I, I'm going to come away from them being one... like Come away from them feeling like I at least got something out of one of them in the sense that yeah, I was yeah, able yeah. to, you know, stand up for something. And like, I'm not going to turn around and be like, you know, when someone talks about hump day, I'm not going to turn around and be like, that sort of language really is just unneeded, you know? So what I'm learning from this, and now I don't think you come across as a hero, so you're good... I think you would rather people be bigoted than boring, and I understand. Oh my that. good! Okay, well that's that's yeah. what that's if that's where yeah. your priorities lie. I get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I would never did. say something like that. But I think that's great. I think honestly, I think that's a terrible thing to say. And um, that kind of language and opinion is really. I just think you should have a long hard look at yourself. Yeah. You're, no, you're, it, you're, it sounds you're, like you're, I'm the one. It sounds like I'm the one who needs to talk <laughs> to you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Traniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.